Did you know that more than 90% of adults in the U.S. ages 18 through 49 use YouTube? Today we're talking to Nurse Mike of Simple Nursing, who had an idea to take his nursing school knowledge to a whiteboard and started a YouTube channel. Nurse Mike has helped thousands of nursing students and grew Simple Nursing into a multi-million dollar business. Trust me, you don't want to miss this episode. Imagine being in nursing school with an idea. An idea that could actually help other nursing students pass the NCLEX, pass their classes, and do well in nursing school. But the only challenge is, you're not even a nurse yet. Well, let me introduce you to Nurse Mike, the owner of Simple Nursing. Nurse Mike started his journey as a nursing student, and by the time he graduated, he was making more than the dean of his nursing school and had yet to pass NCLEX. In this episode, we will cover the journey that Nurse Mike took and how him stepping outside of his comfort zone led to his million-dollar month as a nurse. Tune in to the Nurse Boss Shift. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And Crystal. And we are so excited for our guest speaker today. All right, first, let me tell you guys just a little backstory about Nurse Mike how I met him, how he ended up here, and then I'll let him jump in and and tell a little bit more. I actually attended an amazing event in Austin, Texas, totally kind of outside of my comfort zone because I didn't know a lot about the event, but I love the person who was giving it, and I really wanted to add value to her community. So I showed up, and then I met Nurse Mike, and he just blew my mind, opened my mind wide (laughs) You guys know we always talk about the power of community, the power of networking and showing up in spaces that may make you feel uncomfortable, but can definitely lead to your growth. And that is exactly what happened at this event. And now we have him here on our show. So Nurse Mike, welcome. Welcome. What is up? How's it going? Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience. I can't imagine if they've been in nursing school within the last 10 years that they don't know you, but if they, (laughs) if they don't, let's give, fill them in on who you are, what your business is. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. um, We are coming up to our 10 year anniversary of our first video posting. Um, If you guys don't know, simple nursing has used to be the number one YouTube channel for nursing students. We have, over 2,000 videos, even though we only post 500 videos at a time. We are basically like the Cliff Notes version. Instead of going through your book for three hours, um, we condense little bite size, like a chapter of content in eight minutes, give you a visual aid and a memory trick to mm-hmm. basically understand everything. We cut your study time. Um, but it really all started with, it was an eight-year overnight success. I failed at six other businesses before starting the stupidest idea, which I thought was, I was like, no one's going to watch these simple nursing videos. <laughs> the reason I say that is because I failed at a nursing school at the time. 
uh, and which is a whole <laughs> long story. Well, it's, it's not a long story. I used to teach paramedic school and EKGs. By the time I got into nursing, I was like, fine, I'll be a nurse. Um, I never wanted to be a nurse, by the way, full disclosure. I was always trying to go to PA school. And it's not because I didn't like nursing. I just didn't know what they did. Right. Uh, but when I started working as a tech in a hospital, I'm like, oh, nurses do this and do that. And the other thing, I'm like, I'll be a nurse then. Um, so when I went to nursing school, it was just like the first two semesters were just like basic stuff, right? You know, like, you know, vital signs and ambulation and bedpans. And that was like first semester. So yeah. I started slacking off a lot. And my, you know, nursing school, they don't like that. They don't like you slack or be cocky, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> so I was that I was that cocky student that was early twenties. Mm-hmm. Right. Got a bad name. I, I think I still have the most write ups in the first semester of nursing. I think it was like six write ups in the first semester. Wow. <laughs> got to skim by, got to third semester, did one thing wrong. I think I turned in a late paper or something like that, and then got kicked out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my dean sat me down, she's like, You're gonna be an amazing nurse. She was really cool. And she's like, you're going to be an amazing nurse. Just do a project for me to show me you're serious. And the project was, I'm going to tutor students in like a study hall for two weeks, like a little boot camp, show them some study skills, time management skills, do some whiteboard stuff. And then it was there during that project. They're like, put this on YouTube. And I was thinking like, dude, no one's going to watch this crap on YouTube. This is dumb. Like, <laughs> But I did. I posted two videos which became five, which became 50. And then now it's over 2000 videos. Wow. That, that is so amazing because I don't think people really realize how your market is going to let you know what they Mm -hmm. need Mm -hmm. and their pain points. And a lot of times we don't hear it because we think Mm -hmm. we know what they want and they need, even though they tell us. Right. That's the first rule of, mis- yeah, that, that's the rookie mistake that I made big time. We, every business idea, uh, I call it the rule of nines, and it's not the burns. It's uh, the rule of nines is <laughs> nine out of every 10 businesses fail. So you got to be willing to fail nine times before you succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was number seven for me. And when I, when I started Simple Nursing, I was $8,000 in debt from the other mm-hmm. uh, business stuff, plus being in nursing school. And then... Dude, so, so often, so many people, and I was, I, I did the same thing. You know, you think your first idea is the best idea, right? And so you, it's, it's like you, you start, you want to get married to the idea before you start to date the idea. So you go out and buy the most expensive equipment. You buy, you want to do the best website possible. It's like you buy the ring, you book the venue, mm-hmm. you buy your wedding dress before yeah. you even have a date. Yeah. And I'm saying, guys, just date the idea. Do a beta phase. Just try it out. Test yeah. it out with no money and see if it works. And, you know, if it does, then iterate and do number two and just let your community tell you what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how Simple Nursing started. I'm like, I got a $30 whiteboard from Walmart. I got a sock to erase the board. If you still see on YouTube, I'm still erasing it with a sock. I, I'm not sure if they're still up there, but we still have a lot of old videos. It is. We've done our research. I was going to say too, um, another part of that is people are also so scared to at least try. So, you know, you just yeah. overcame your fear, put the videos up and then your community told you, mm-hmm. yes, we love this. We want you to do more. So it's also a fact of people not even trying. Um, if you don't try, you won't mm-hmm. know if you'll succeed or if you'll fail. Yeah. No, and that, and that's the beautiful part about it. It's um, you should expect to fail because when you fail, you learn, and yes. you, you never really fail indefinitely. You only fail when you don't try again. 
that's that's the biggest exactly. thing. Um, and I always tell people, do you guys know the 409 carpet cleaner? Um, yeah. Have you seen that in Walmart yeah. or anything or Target? Yeah. Uh-huh. So the reason it's called 409 is because they failed 408 times where they got it right the 409 times. Yeah. And so that's that's the thing. Just keep on going. Yeah. So no one tells you you can't do anything. It's just you and your own psyche. So if you change your brain, you'll change your bank. And that's why you got to learn before you earn. And it's right. you're not earning because you're not learning. That's why. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Gosh, that was already so many gyms. <laughs> Right. (laughs) Which brings us to, so one of my talking points and I wanted to ask you about was, since you brought it up, was doing it ugly. And so I went back on your YouTube and I was like, dude, the lung that he drew Mm -hmm. was like (laughs) on a whiteboard in the room. It was very dark in the background with like books. And he was like Mm -hmm. talking about pH, um, uh, what what is it? Um, like acid. Uh, what is what, it? Uh, acid, acid base. Acid base balance, right yeah. in the lungs. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude. And this is the perfect example. And we talk about it all the time on this podcast too about doing it ugly. Like, did you mm-hmm. when you started it? What made you? And and this is a key takeaway, regardless of what business people want to start. But it's like, yeah. What do you? What kind of um, advice would you give to someone about the value? of doing it ugly mm-hmm. in any business. Yeah. Um, honestly, the best advice that I ever got was you should, you should only be 50 to 70% happy with your first product. You should not be hundred percent happy with your first product because if you are hundred percent happy with your first product, it's you're going too hard, too fast. you want, you're marrying before you date or you think that you can provide such a value and a service to someone who's never even seen you before. And mm-hmm. so you want to start ugly first so that people can tell you what exactly they want, if they even want you. I love that. Um, and and the, that's the biggest thing, especially for any type of informational based product on YouTube. YouTube, you're going to know if they want you or not in at least the first three months. And you'll definitely mm-hmm. know by six months. So that's yeah. the number one thing. You, and if you, if you are 100% perfect, then that means you delayed your start. Um, and time is the essence. Like they always say, like, you know, ideas love speed. And if you take your time with ideas, then you're not going to get that acceleration speed. So, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So 70%. So I was watching your videos and I was just amazed at how smart you are, first of all, and how you're able to, (laughs) (laughs) how you're easily able to package this condensed information, like you said, taking the chapter and condensing it. Did that always come natural Mm -hmm. to you? Did you teach or how did you come to make these such huge ideas and condense them into simple bites that people can understand? Yeah, that's, that's, thank you yeah i i some people say i have a gift but honestly it just started with my teaching knowledge i love to teach and i was teaching paramedics before nursing i honestly didn't think i was like that amazing or anything um (laughs) and then when i started doing the youtube stuff i would literally have the test i was studying for on a note card and i was like okay this is how i'm studying so i'm just going to show you exactly how i used to study um and then my dumb memory tricks i feel like a lot of students and a lot of educators know this. They just lack the presentation ability of like, hey, here's what it is. Because I've, I've seen a lot of instructors have great memory tricks or ways of learning something. People just, they honestly lack the self-confidence of just saying, hey, I'm going to throw up something that's 50% quality and just see what people respond with. 
Um, so it's really just believing in yourself and just saying, screw it. I'm just going to do it and see what they say. Cause no, no one's stopping you, just yourself. So, exactly. um, uh, it, it was only since then, then I reiterated, I didn't even feel comfortable on camera until around video 50 or a hundred. And then it was just easier for me. So yeah, it's gotta That's start. So dope. Like, <laughs> and I think about you are like the perfect, as you're talking, I'm just thinking it was like the mm -hmm. perfect, uh, storm for like the YouTube millennial like mm -hmm. revolution that's happening mm -hmm. in this whole e-learning space, you know, all of that just kind of morphed. Cause like, mm -hmm. I agree, like, and I've been acad in academics for 11 years and I, I taught public health most, mostly, but I did do a uh, Q care <laughs> and I also did funds. Right. And oh, I also okay. took those, but I never thought to like, <laughs> yeah. Put up a camera and like, you know, help, which is really what you're doing, like help other people who yeah. may be struggling, right? Mm -hmm. Um and I just feel like it was just such a perfect storm the way you explained, you know, how it started with you just picking up the camera and using the same thing that you were gonna do to study exactly, and like how yeah. remembering it to help others. And I and I like the fact that you, you know, you're humble about it. I know you're smart, first of all, but let's just say you weren't. It really doesn't take like a lot of people will try to avert or avoid doing something like this because they'll say, oh, I'm not smart enough. When the reality of it is you just need discipline. Mm -hmm. You need to make a decision and show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's that's the number one. I, I've had so many of my brother's friends uh, who are paramedics because my brother's a firefighter. And that's the route I was going at first. And they're like, your brother just posts videos on YouTube, makes a bunch of money and travels the world. Like, that's it. I go, oh, wow, I can do that. <laughs> but that's the thing. So many people have asked me like, hey, how do I do this? Um, and so many talented instructors too. I'm like, guys, you just need to stay consistent. You're literally only 50 videos away to create a YouTube channel because YouTube only wants you to post one video a week. Yeah. If you can get 50 videos done, which is only about 10 hours worth of work, you'll have the entire year to post. And by the end of that year, you're going to see if you're good or if you're bad if, and if you should continue on with it. And it's just like, dude, it's it's literally only about 10 hours of work. But no one no one does it. No one thinks of it in like bite size. So yes. I think that's, that's the, yeah, that's the hard part. That. I'm thinking now, um, um, have you always wanted, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was going to say something to Kiana's point was, they always say like, you know, timing and talent always meet at the intersection where you have to, you have to have like that right experience with that right timing. Yeah. And 2012, when we posted our first video during Thanksgiving, um, I still remember my parents going up north. I was still in nursing school. They went up north to visit my grandparents for Thanksgiving. And then that was the day I was like, this weekend, I'm just going to post 20 videos on EKG. What I didn't know was that Google and I think the Bill Gates Foundation, they funded Khan Academy which had a huge content push on YouTube for education. And it was right, I was catching that wave and I didn't even know it existed. I think it was like six months to 12 months before. So people were naturally going on YouTube for education. And it was just at that perfect crossroads where I was like catching that wave, so. Wow, oh, that's dope. Amazing. That's yeah. dope. Amazing. Um, I was just gonna ask, have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? And what were some of the other businesses that you tried to start that failed? Yeah, good question. So I kind of flirted with entrepreneurship my whole life. Um, I, my great grandfather, he had a big business on Puerto Rico. He started a business at 60 something, 63, that I ended up selling for like, I think $50 million back in the 70s. 
And they used to make oh. the boxes for Bacardi. So I think it runs in the family. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> and so um, I kind of did. So like at 20 years old, I was thinking, I, I just got interested. Like the, the business, they call it in the, in the book E-Myth by Michael Gerber, I believe. They yeah. call it the entrepreneurial right. seizure. Yeah. yeah, it's an amazing. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. like, you just kind of, it like, bites you and you're like, oh, man, I could do so much more than yeah. just do what I'm doing, right? Yeah. And so, I, initially, I was thinking, like, man, what can I do? And I started talking to a guy at my church that did um, real estate, and he had, I think, 30 properties and investment properties. And so, I started learning about that, start reading, listening to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, got yeah. into, you know, all the books, Napoleon Hill. Yeah. And started just building my knowledge and then uh would love fitness but also was going the medical route so i kind of fused those two where i was working on the ambulance and then also doing personal training uh part-time and so i started a few things around fitness in 2008 and i did a boot camp at 21 where i think we had like 40 people in our boot camp that was outdoors we were just training them you know like those boot camps where they run around the park and stuff Uh And then I bought this guy's business book of how to basically his, his entire package course of how to sell more memberships. And so I think we made like, well, we had $20,000 in contracts in one month. And at 21 years old, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're rich. We did, but <laughs> it was only in contracts. And little did I know, 2008 was on the rise. Uh, we wow. was like the fall of 2007. And then yeah. all the contracts went belly up when everyone lost their jobs. Yeah. So. That's what happened there, yeah. And then I tried to start an online version of a boot camp, which no one had back in the day. I think Beachbody does it now and a few others. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, we should do like a live version of a boot camp and stream it and put it on YouTube and a bunch of other platforms. And so that's something else I started. But I was, I think, 21 or 22 at the time. And it just was like the whole world was like burning because the, the economics. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then I went back to the ER making $10 an hour. And I'm like, all right, we got to figure this out. (laughs) But can you talk about the value? Like, I know that it's a delayed value. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people, and I always tell people this when it comes to failing, like, I, I have conditioned myself now, where when I fail, as people define it. I don't consider it a failure. It's always like a redirection. And I feel like this is I'm my religious belief is God's protection, right? So I'm being redirected mm-hmm. for my own protection and I may not see it, but I know he's yeah. guiding my steps. Right. And so for me, I, when things don't happen my way, the first thing I do, literally, I say, okay, God, mm-hmm. what are you showing me? And I try to really dig deep to figure mm-hmm. out like, okay, what should I be doing? It didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen. Or, you know, that launch didn't happen. Like, what's my takeaway? I choose to give energy to that rather than, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I failed. This I'm not. This is not meant for me. So can you talk about the delayed value in failure? Like, looking oh, back yeah. where you are now and, like, all the every business, whether it was your, 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 mm-hmm. uh, your boot camp or your, you know, fitness, all of those things that didn't. Can you talk about the value that has now for you in business? Oh. So much value, so much value in delayed success. Yeah. They call it the curse of the millionaire. Um, have you guys heard of that? The curse of the, I'm sorry, the curse of the lottery. The, the curse of the lottery. Oh, yeah, yeah, means, I heard about that, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. It's like, if you come up on money really quick without ever, yeah. ever having to learn, ever having to earn, 
then you don't understand the value of money. And it actually leaves you worse off. They say Mm -hmm. that your mental status is worse off than uh, somebody who's just been paralyzed or paraplegic uh, with lotto winners who lost everything. Yes. Um, And the reason for that is because you never learn the tools of how to manage it. So come full circle, I'm so grateful that I went through all those failures before starting Simple Nursing because if it wasn't, if, if I struck gold on Simple Nursing, my second failure, I wouldn't have known how to, um, you know, get a website together or outsource or go on Upwork or um, all these other platforms. Actually create, yeah, Fiverr, create an email campaign, um, understand even call to actions or things like that. All these things I learned through the other failures that actually applied because my experience at the time and then coupled with the timing, everything worked perfectly together. And I'm glad you mentioned uh, stories about, you know, the Bible and Christianity, because I was actually, I grew up in a Christian church, went to a Christian school, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's a lot of similar, you know, delayed success in the Bible itself. Cause it's like, Joseph mm-hmm. was, you know, thrown into this dungeon as a slave to Egypt. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking like, what the heck, what's the plan here? Then full circle, he comes and, you know, is now the king of Egypt. Yeah. So all mm-hmm. I'm saying is like the delayed success is like, you have to be grateful for the good, but even more for the bad because the bad's a better teacher in the long run. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing is true when I failed out of nursing school. Because at the time, I was like, I failed out of nursing school. I could have just focused on the bad. But that's what I always tell people. Like, focus on where you want to go. If you focus on problems, you're going to get more problems. Focus on solutions and where you want to be. Right. Um, because simple nursing would have never happened if I never failed out. Yeah. So, yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Chris, do you have any mm-hmm. question or um, I was no. So did you end up, I guess to take it full circle, did you end up getting back into nursing school and finishing? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's funny. Um, yeah. Nurse. So I'm, I'm a fake nurse. No, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys a funny story, but um, yeah. So I ended up getting back into nursing school. I, I did have one of our instructors wanting to fail me um, the very last semester because everyone, all the instructors hated me and they're just like, this guy should not be in the program. But my dean was uh-huh. cool and she's just like, shut up, like, just let him go. Like, you know, he just needs yeah. to like come on time and, and just yeah. turn in assignments on time. Right. So I graduate and I'm walking on stage and I'm making all these videos. And at the time, it's getting a lot of interest and a lot yeah. of instructors are hating on me for that because apparently this, this young guy's using tech to like outshine them, apparently. I don't know. Right. And so... <laughs> There was a there was a few students from Connecticut or I think somewhere else in the United States emailing our dean saying like, "Is this guy a nurse? Does he go to this school?" Because I think I mentioned that I went to Cerritos College, and then my ah. dean's like, "She's like, you're not mentioning or wearing your badge from the school, are you?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I just, I just said I went to a school in California and it was located over here. I didn't say it was anywhere else." And they're like, "Oh, okay." She's like, "I didn't give up any information." Anyways. So I'm walking on stage for graduation, getting my diploma. And I still remember like, man, at the time I was making 20,000 a month and I'm like, I'm probably making more than my Dean right now. Um, you know, and she's been doing this for a long time. And, and and that was special for me because I was like, it's just the power of, you know, keep on going, keep on learning and you'll eventually earn if you just stay the course and just treat it like gambling. You know, it's like you're going to Vegas, you're not going to win every hand. So spread out your bets and just learn as much as you can from every experience. That's, that's really the goal. But Um, to get back to it. Yeah. I did graduate. (laughs) You did graduate, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I have 
have a, 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 a question and this is, this may, people may not like to hear this and especially nurses because mm -hmm. we hold ourselves to such high esteem, right? Oh, um, yes. And we have this, <laughs> I don't know, I, I'll say it and then I'll let you guys chime in on what you think, but we, yeah. it's not that we think we're better, <laughs> but we but definitely on, think we're better. more no, at the top of the <laughs> right? Especially oh, yeah, yeah. the profession, like we take care of uh -huh. people, we save lives. But there is a huge shift happening right now. And here's, here's why mm -hmm. I'm saying this. My coaches are not nurses. Mm -hmm. um, most of them who I've learned from have not even obtained their bachelor's degree, right? But they mm -hmm. are killing it financially in the digital space oh, yeah. and things like that. So I feel like nurses need to, first of all, one of our biggest hurdles is the fact that we don't have the humility mm -hmm. to get off of our high horse and seek, right, what we are in search of from people who may not be valued as, oh, they don't have an education or, oh, they, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, you have to mm -hmm. get off of that. So my question for you is, I want you to be honest with me. What yeah. you're doing, and we haven't talked about your, your monetization yet, we will, but what <laughs> okay. you're doing, do you really need to be a nurse to do it? Tell the truth, tell the truth. Oh, not at all. <laughs> I still remember my first nursing job, and I'll be quite honest, I, my first nursing job wasn't until three years after I graduated. And it wasn't because I didn't want to get a job, it's just because I was building out the company, right? I started mm -hmm. Simple Nursing in the last semester. Mm -hmm. And I still remember, I'm like, I should get experience, and I was telling myself. So I started working in the ER, because I was, I was already a tech in the ER, and I still remember it. It was 10 weeks. I made... The same amount of money I did, I think, in a few days than I made in 10 weeks being a nurse. And I'm like, guys, this doesn't make any economic sense at all. <laughs> and I'm doing 12-hour shifts. Right. The, and I'm only helping one patient or four at the time, you know, and, and I can help hundreds of thousands of more people online yeah. if yeah. I, I use the same energy. Um, and so that was a huge eye-opener to me. And that's – there's so – so much like we went to uh, nurse creator con uh and we were talking to ex experienced nurses with so much knowledge in their head they yeah, just yeah. don't have the knowledge of actually building a business or just pivoting into like the idea of the yeah. tech space and really expanding upon that um and and that's why knowledge is power you got to learn before you earn and you really do if you grow your brain you will grow your bank i mean look at dentists look at chiropractors <laughs> look at doctors who start ketamine clinics and stuff you have to have that business knowledge and those business foundations to be successful. Yeah. You have to understand sales and really, you know, how to market yourself. If you don't, you'll always, you know, I won't say just be a nurse, but you'll always be attached to a facility or some yes. type of curriculum, which, yeah. Yes. Golden handcuffs. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we tell our students too. Cause a lot of times, you know, they'll come take our IV hydration class. And I always say, this is not it. You guys have to take marketing classes and sales classes mm -hmm. and funnel classes. And it's not just, you know, learning how to start an IV hydration business or any business. There's so much more yeah. involved and we have to continuously learn. It's like, we're okay with um, learning for nursing and doing CEUs and continuing education, but then we don't see that in other aspects such as business, how it's a continued learning um, journey oh, yeah. that you'll have to be on. Oh, for sure. And that's, I, I think the, uh, the big eye opener for me 
is like there's more crappy products that are just marketed so well mm-hmm. or they reach that viral status and it's like dude you can do such a better job like on a you know on a micro level and but the thing is like you don't know how to market yourself and like most people yeah. don't um so it's just those foundational things and i wish they would have taught that in like you know grade school growing up but mm-hmm. at the end of the day they don't want a lot of people owning probably their own business cuz everyone's yeah. need to have the brick in the wall in corporate america yeah. and fit in yeah. their place so yeah yep, exactly and yeah. and, and you're a perfect literacy. example of that here you are making 20,000 plus a month but the <laughs> pressures mm-hmm. in nursing to oh yeah be a real nurse, mm-hmm. a real the, nurse, yeah, a real nurse, right? Um, and I, I That's know a, nurse, a lot of nurses experience this. I experienced it, and I've been a nurse almost for 15 years now. And I remember, mm-hmm. like, I when I was doing clinicals, like, okay, I don't want to do this, but I was mm-hmm. told, like, you can't, you gotta, this is the gate, like, you, the gatekeeper is bedside, and then you can expand out, and that's how you, you're a real nurse. And so, it wasn't yeah. until I started the PhD program and my, my professors were challenging me because I was indoctrinated with it. Like, well, we mm. care. And there she's like, well, how do you, how do you place measurements on care? Like she was mm-hmm. really challenging me, one, one professor in particular. And it made me realize like, that is our problem. We are mm-hmm. defined as like a skill base. Like, can you, how good can you start an ID? And what's your, what's your best story where you were like, mm-hmm. you know, slapped upside the head by a patient or, you know, whatever are your traumas, you know, that you have, that you carry, you know, that makes you a yeah. reality. We're a science-based profession, right? And mm-hmm. as a profession, it's not about how good you can do a skill. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sure. we get PhDs in nursing, but yet we are still defining our profession based on those skills that anyone can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and th- that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves as nurses. Uh, the yes. biggest lie is that you come out of school thinking that you're going to do this for 30 years. And in reality, the statistics are everyone who graduates in a new grad program, only 50% will still be bedside after five years. They're going to go into other routes, whether it's uh, Botox, esthetician, or management, or education. Yeah. So bedside isn't everything. And I still get that today. Like so many students in school they'll always hit me up and be like is mike a real nurse and it's like guys you don't even know talk to me in five years when you're not doing bedside anymore or burnt out or taken advantage of by your facility and then let me know if you want to be that real nurse you know i mean we have to change it though mike and that i love what you're doing and crystal and i are that's why we have this podcast because Mm -hmm. we have to change the narrative on what a real nurse is and like Mm -hmm. we are more than skills like wiping butts and like we are so much more than that and we have so much more to offer and if we do this and we embrace this i say revolution in nursing as well that's happening right now then Mm -hmm. nursing can look different and they will have to start playing by our rules and not us playing by their financial gain rules if that make i just made you get my point (laughs) i love it i love it (laughs) yeah i'm still waiting for a hospital run Sorry, uh, a hospital ran by nurses rather than a bunch of physicians. That would be amazing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, 80% of, 80% of the hospitals are, are nurses. Um, yeah. It's the backbone mm-hmm. of, of the hospital. You can't do anything without nurses. And, and we have People power. are realizing that during COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, so much power. Much power. Mm-hmm. You don't tap into it. I know. It's <laughs> like they – and that's the, the lie that everyone says. It's almost like, uh, yeah, we're basically the mules that are pulling everyone. <laughs> 
but yes. they don't want to tell you that hey you have so much power that you can pull it in any direction you want yes so, yes yeah. yes so mm-hmm. chris did you have anything you want to say before i get into my monetization oh daddy question? yeah i'm excited <laughs> to talk about this no i'm ready i'm Stuart. ready <laughs> all right so let's talk about it um this is the oh, nurse ball shift and so we talk about shift right nurses making that shift okay and this is yeah. where shift happens so let's talk about the financial we talked about the 20k and we know that's great okay, okay? first okay. of all that's like yeah. four shifts a week travel nurse money right if we were yes. to put it in nursing terms right that's yes. 48 hours of your life per week right mm-hmm. that you can't get back and now you were bringing that in passively essentially but you had to do the active mm-hmm. part first. I always say the active before the passive but let's talk oh, yeah. about the big month let's talk about your oh yeah million dollar month i want to know Ooh. what were the pros wow. and what were the cons and how the heck is this possible because we all want right. to know <laughs> yeah yeah that is not uh that wasn't a typo in the script. One million dollar month. No, yeah. Yes. Okay, before we talk about that, let's talk about the hundred thousand dollar month because okay. for me personally, it was a lot more special um, to do a hundred thousand dollars in one month than yes. to do one. I know it sounds weird, but a million dollars in one month. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. always say like you know the first million is is hard. The second million is easy because you already built the machine and yeah. it's you know you're already on a downhill slope. Okay. Uh, so in two, what was it? 2013, we made $350,000. Um, the best PDF I ever listened or downloaded was from Craig Valentine. It was called How to Make 100 Grand in 12 Months with an Info Product Online. How to Make a 100 Grand in 12 Months Online. And I still remember reading it or having the printout in our break room as a tech with three months left in, or no, six months left in nursing. This was right when I was doing simple nursing. And my charge nurse, super crabby, she came in, she's like, looked around, she's like, well, it doesn't look like any of us are independently wealthy, so here we are. I'm like, we're not here for patients or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, long story short, that's gave me the fire of like, screw it, I'm gonna try this thing, see if it goes anywhere. We made 350,000, and I still remember, I'm like, even if I can make 50,000 and not 100,000, I would still be making more than I am as a tech. Right. So $350,000 in the first year, second year, 900. Uh, in 18 months, we broke the million dollar mark as a, as a company. And I think about in the right close to two years, it was, we were doing $100,000 a month. Um, in about two and a half years, we hit the $2.1 million area. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the struggles of, like we talked about, I, I, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this before, where it's like, to start, it's a, you're a lifelong learner. Remember, you you if you if you want to stop learning, you're probably going to stop earning. Yeah. Because we we had a little small mom and pop business at the time. It was just me doing whiteboard videos with a sock. My brother's wife was doing customer service. One of my good friends that used to work at CarMax, he was also a nurse, my carpool buddy. Um, he was do, he used to do car sales, and now he's doing customer sales uh, for Simple Nursing. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of this like little ragtag group. And they were like, okay, this is kind of cool, making you know $2 million a year and just doing that. And so I'm over there traveling the world uh, after reading the book, 4-Hour Workweek, which tells you how to work only four hours a week, travel yes. anywhere you want, make passive exactly. income. <laughs> and so I was like, yes, I made it in the shade. We did it. I thought it was the end of the story. I'm like, this will go on forever. I'm retired. 
And then that's where the storm hit. So <laughs> what the book didn't tell you was that competitors enter. Yeah. So everyone started ripping me off on YouTube. Everyone literally just copied exactly what I was doing, but posting it for free. And so I really couldn't charge a- anything, if at all. So, and then to include on top of that, another guy um, that took our name, half of our name, he started talking trash about me on all these blogs saying I wasn't a real nurse and I didn't take oh, my wow. NCLEX and just, yeah, I was like, what? But he was talking trash about everyone, like Kaplan and everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? You have two choices at every point in life. It's either you're going to get bitter or you can get better. And so you always have to choose to get better. And if you don't know how, you always just ask yourself a question. Like never tell yourself, I can't because. Always ask yourself a question because your brain's a muscle. So ask yourself, how can I? Or just agree with your brain. I know it's impossible, but how could it be possible if it was possible? Because your brain's a natural problem solver. If you tell your brain you can't, it'll shut down. But if you tell your brain, how can I? It'll start working and figure it out. Even if it is impossible. Mm-hmm. So between 2015 to 2018-ish, it was about three and a half years that we were declining year over year by 30%. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the storms happened between my brother's wife. My brother was like her manager kind of. We're losing customers, right? And she's customer service. He's asking for more money as customers go down. I'm like, how does that make sense? We're taking care of less customers. Do you want more money for customer service? Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> there's fights between my dad and the sales guy, which is my good friend. And so everything was kind of going awry. And we pretty much only had about 18 months left in this window as, mm-hmm. as like we're diving toward the trees. And we're like, you know, it's either all of us are going to be out of a job here in the next yeah. 18 months. Mm-hmm. Or I have to fire everyone on our team and we have to reorg into an actual legitimate, you know, educational company. Because once you get to this area of, you know, you have a minimal viable product, fancy words for just a basic product that people like. Uh, If you guys ever seen like the story of Apple with Steve Jobs or Ashton Kutcher or the other one, it shows that what got you here is not going to get you there into the million dollar month. So to keep it in a nutshell, the biggest thing is people. People are number one on your team. Because if you, it, it make, it's really simple. Look at sports teams. Like, look at the Buccaneers. They got Brady on their team, went to the championship, and mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. You get a LeBron James on your team, they're going to be dunking on everyone. You're probably going to be at a championship one day. Yeah. So that was the goal. I, I, I bowled it down to three Ps because I love acronyms. So I'm like the people, the product, and then how you pitch it. Mm. So the idea was we have to find the right people who are five-year experts or plus in their mm-hmm. field. Um, I have to redo the product. I had to redo all 2000 videos, which we just completed this year. <laughs> so that was a lot. Wow. wow. And we have to, we had to pitch it in a better way than we were doing. And even it was, it was really scary because we were on this three and a half year losing streak. And I'm like, guys, even if I invest my life savings at the time, which is like, I think 200 grand, there was no guarantee that we're ever coming back from this. Because what if there's just so much free content on YouTube that they don't even want us anymore? Right. So it was a huge risk. And I'll, I'll give it a lot to my business partner who I was like, you know what? He has a really cushy job at a big tech firm and they're going to offer him a raise close to $300,000 that year. And for him to kind of jump ship and take a risk on this mm-hmm. kind of like flipping this house, I'm like, dude, yeah. I, I was telling him don't do it because like, <laughs> like, but if you do, we'll, we'll split the company and, and, and we'll both profit here. Yeah. Um, 
so long story short, we stopped the bleeding in 2019. Um, and then we started hiring experts one at a time. Um, 2020, we doubled our sales or actually tripled because I think because of COVID, because everyone's going online and they're like yeah. looking for online resources. Yes. And then at that time, we just produced the pharmacology course. We were like the sparkling new guy on the block on YouTube. Everyone else had these old whiteboard videos. We had these beautiful cartoon ones and everyone's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Then we're just like pedal to the metal. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and, but that was the coolest part because it was just that one guy, that one person that I can separate the business. And he, I'm like, you take the business side, I'll take the content side. And I'm like, I can do, I, I'll be like Bruno Mars. I'll make the music. You sell the music, you know? Yeah. The biggest thing, if you're scaling, if you're scaling your business and building it up, um, the biggest thing is to find the right people around you. Only do what you can do. It's called the 80, 20 rule. 80% yeah. should be off your plate. Only yeah. do 20% of the work. That the only thing that you're really passionate about, you have a talent for. So yeah. that's what we did. Um, and fast forward, we've been working about three and a half years together now. And we have, He's basically built out, I think he's hired about 12 people on the business side. Mm -hmm. And on the content side, we've been adding instructors as well as an entire digital marketing team. We have about 30 people working with us now. Wow. And it was, we had to build this machine and yeah. his biggest driving force, the number one thing you're looking for in people is grit and basically a desire of not to lose. And they'll do anything they can to not lose. It was in this book, um, Billion Dollar Coach from Jim or Tim Campbell. That was the number one thing. Um, this guy coached uh, Steve Jobs, the Google guys, and his number one thing was grit. So good thing my business partner had that. Anyways, long story short, we built this amazing team, and he was really driving for just video game numbers, like 100% growth year over year. And so that's why it was just because of him, nothing I did. He helped build that entire wing that got us yes. to the million-dollar mark in one yes. month. And that's why I'm saying it's like, it was a lot more special. It's just like, I didn't have anything to do with it almost. I mean, I had the content side and yeah. I did exactly what I needed to do to give yeah. him the success because he's pitching it out there. But man, it's, it's so special to like even be here right now, even talking to you guys because yeah. it could have not worked out, right? Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be talking at all. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you never know. You just got to keep on learning and eventually you'll earn maybe a million dollar a month or maybe more because our, yeah. our goal is to be a 20 million dollar annual revenue company and that would be two million dollar months close or closest yeah. to that wow so Amazing. that is the goal <sighs> yeah well my mind is definitely <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so amazing so too. amazing Yes. Yeah. And then what, yeah. what is, and, okay. I know people are probably going to wonder this though, before we, I know we're going to get to the next part, but before we get to that, it's not just YouTube that you made that hundred K month or that million dollar no. month, right? It's not just yeah. the monetization of YouTube. Can you tell like what no. that branched off for you that led to all these different streams of revenue? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys right now. Like TikTok, we don't make any money off of, uh, YouTube doesn't even give you a hundred more than a hundred and something thousand dollars a year. Um, mm -hmm. It's only if you get like those, you know, millions of views, which, you know, uh, YouTube wide, I think we only have a few videos that actually barely over a million views. So what really helps, and this is why I want to launch this like YouTube masterclass where it just basically shows you like how I got started my journey and how anyone with an informational product could do it. Where it's all you do is you get your knowledge, you put it into a masterclass format, 
let's just say you have five hours of content. You dice those five hours of content into like five or 10 minute videos, little modules, put them in a playlist and then literally launch one video a week on YouTube, set it and forget it. YouTube lets you um, schedule out two years worth of content. So you can literally do it in a weekend and just set it, forget it for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it starts to shoot out to YouTube, what you, the goal is to get them going back to a website like Udemy or um, what was the other one? Learn Dash or yeah, Kajabi. 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 Mm-hmm. And then they can buy your course, whatever the course is. Um, I think my first course was on Udemy for $19 because I was convinced. I'm like, this is a fluke. Okay, people are watching this, but no one's ever going to purchase this. I'm like, no, like you would be dumb to purchase something from a guy who failed. Like that's, <laughs> that was the idea in my mind, at least at the time. Best person to so purchase. Okay. <laughs> right. Especially when you fail and you, that's, that's your, you failed, but you overcame it. People don't want just mm-hmm. people who are just perfect. It's just, it's not relatable. Yeah. It's very true. And and that's what I'm saying is that like, you just put videos, like put all, I used to put all my content on YouTube, keep it up there for two or three months and then just lock them or unlist them so that YouTube starts liking you, you can release it and then lock it down. And then the rule of thumb is just to keep about 25 to 30% of your videos on YouTube. And usually those are like the top performers so that they'll go back to your link and then purchase your full course. So yeah that's a whole that's that right the there a master class right making mm-hmm. money off yeah, of youtube yeah. <laughs> it's very simple the, the, yeah the problem is the ideas work but the thing is you have to work the ideas you just have to test it out don't get married to it go on the date commit literally we can commit 30 days to this idea and that's what i did with simple nursing and if it works then go on to phase two and then phase three and then commit a little bit more time you know just keep on going on a few more dates yeah. Yes. yes. Well, thank you. Because as someone trying to build my YouTube, that was definitely helpful. Um, so I was going to ask yeah. you if someone, if there's a nurse listening or someone listening who wants to start a YouTube channel on giving value and information, mm-hmm. we always have a section where we ask our guests for homework for our listeners. So what, and you kind of talked about it a little bit, but what are the top three things if yeah. you had to give someone wanting to start their own YouTube channel um, homework to do to get started? Yeah. Okay. So number one, if you're watching this, write this down. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So number one, <laughs> yeah, actually write down 52 videos. 52. The faster you can make 52 videos and the goal is to be in 30 days. Okay. Your goal should be 52 videos. That's one video a week for the entire year. If you can make... 52 videos in 30 days, you'll have an entire year's worth of content. Um, Number two is just set up an iPhone. Do not hire a production company if you don't have the money for it. It's going to be like $5,000, $6,000. This is what I did. I set up an iPhone and literally record yourself. iPhones are great quality and it records really well. The sound quality is good. Who cares? Put earpods in. This is your version one. No one's going to like critique you. As long as the content's good, people are going to watch you. So let's just say you're doing an IV course. Let's just say you're doing a Botox course. Let's just say you're doing whatever you're doing. Like maybe you do case management. I don't know. Or wound care. Um, Then just figure out if you can build out a, I don't know, like a five-hour course. Or as just talk as much as you can on on key topics. We're trying to get to those 52 videos. So I don't even know what point I'm at. But (laughs) But the idea. Oh, man. Am I on one or two? (laughs) So really, you're just trying to get, I would say, 
about five to 10 hours worth of content. More content is better. Um, and so I guess that would be point number three, about five to 10 hours worth of content. So if working backwards, put your five to 10 hours worth of content on a you know iPhone and then cut those videos up into about five to 10 minute videos. You can go longer, but I don't think initially YouTube won't allow you to upload more than 10 minutes or 15 minutes at a time. Um, until you have like over 10,000 subscribers, I think something like that. Um, and so that's, that's a lot better. And then you should always use, um, what was it? Use a, an e-learning platform like Udemy or Kajabi to always link back into that, you know, masterclass so people can purchase for me. That's the goal. So yeah. Got it. I love that. That was and guys, this yeah. can be any topic. Here's the thing. Yes. I know some people are going to watch this podcast and like, well, you know, he's yes. smart or he's creative or he has the, no, I was dumb the start. to argue for our limitations. Let me tell you, if we were in court for that, most nurses mm -hmm. would win because we argue for those limitations and why he can and she can, but I can't. Mm -hmm. So yes. this could apply to anything. Is that right? Like you don't even have to be a nurse for this. So they can think mm -hmm. outside of their nursing box or inside of their nursing box. Is that, would you agree? Oh, of course. I, I would even even just tell people to agree with themselves. Say, I'm like, okay, I'm not smart enough. Fantastic. How can I get smart enough? How can I learn? Imagine if you, nursing, it's so funny. Like we take care of people, we save people's lives. Imagine the first day of nursing school, if you're like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't. If you keep on telling yourself, you, you've never been a nurse. How the heck are you even here being a nurse? Like you, we are so much more powerful than we, than we actually think we are. Like if we actually had a YouTube university where we had modules and semesters and projects, it's like anyone can do it. But the, the thing is, you just don't believe in yourself because it's self-guided. You know? So we should start a YouTube university. Let's do that. Right? I'm telling you. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Listen, this has been an amazing, listen, we could go on forever, but right. for the sake of time, it's your time, Mike, because we know you're a busy man. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and close this out, but I definitely want you guys to take the time and do the work. Remember, this is about a shift. And if you want that shift, we're providing you with the experts who have actually done it more than once yeah. in most cases. And mm -hmm. so all you have to do is follow the blueprint. The beautiful the beautiful thing in this podcast is that you guys are being introduced to people who did it when there was not even other industry experts. So mm -hmm. now you have, you're fortunate because you have access to industry experts who are actually doing it, but not just doing it, also killing it. So Nurse Mike, if you could provide us with your your information on social, these social media streets, and then also if you have anything coming up or, you know, that they can yeah. purchase or anything like that, let us know. Yeah. So go to youtubeuniversity.com. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, not yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> but um, I, I actually do want to create a 48-hour product launch and show someone how to do it in 48 hours. Um, I think that's one of the projects. I would love to work on that with you, Kiana. Or even you, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe all of us collabing. Well, I but, would love to take yeah, that if, course. If, if you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be your first student. I wish that course, uh, yeah, existed. But um, yeah, if you guys are in, if you know anyone in nursing school, like all we do right now is just the simple nursing stuff. Um, and eventually, we do want to make these master classes for you know for nurses getting out of bedside and actually monetizing their information. Um, 
that would be the ultimate goal. We got to speak it into existence. Yes, we are going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm on YouTube, Instagram, all the things except Twitter. Actually, I think I do have a Twitter. I don't know. So yeah, everything. And it's simple nursing, right? Is that all of them are simple nursing? Okay. Yeah, all of them are simple nursing. I know people type in simply nursing, but it's just simple nursing. So yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> All right, you guys, go ahead. And if you're, I, I just can't imagine they're not following. I mean, you have over 750, over what, 80,000 followers, 780,000 yeah. followers, or something crazy yeah, like that. So, yeah, I think it's like a million followers social media wide. But, uh, but yeah, I think YouTube's our biggest one, almost 750,000. Yeah. I can't wait till we get to a million. That would be great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, let's yeah. help yeah. them, guys. So they, 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 if they don't know about, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if they don't know, they've heard. So you guys make yeah. sure you go ahead and follow him on his platforms. And then if you are already a nurse, be on the lookout for what Mike and I are been flirting yeah. with, like this last segment of the podcast, because we got some yeah. amazing things coming for those who are already nurses who want to get into the digital space, especially on YouTube and other um, social media platforms. So thank you so much, Mike, for joining well, us. You, we really appreciate thank you, so you for much. bringing that value to the nurse (laughs) boss podcast (laughs) go ahead chris i was just gonna say thank you it was very enlightening i learned a lot so thank you yeah i definitely yeah thanks guys yeah i do appreciate you guys uh yeah inviting me to your community and just you know it's all about nurses empowering other nurses yeah dude like the biggest thing we're so powerful we just tell ourselves no so stop telling yourself no just say how can i and we yes. give you all the we give you the tools and the resources. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely. Well, on that note, all right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye, you guys. See you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did, and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.